0: Welcome to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. Stay tuned for this week's message. That we can come and adore you, Lord God. We can we can come and stand in your presence and hear from you by your spirit. Thank you, Lord. But why don't you turn to somebody, just smile at them, tell them they look amazing, they look fantastic, you're glad you're in church with them today. We're gonna to come around the word, and I believe this is a word that God has given me for us today. That will change things, and I I love this song. Nick, can we just put that back up, that song just for a second? Uh, Refresh my soul and wash me clean. We got that? I love it, yep. Revive my spirit, set me free. Refresh my soul, wash me clean, revive my spirit, set me free. That is available for each and every one of us here this morning, that you could enter into a time of revival that you could leave from this place feeling refreshed and alive, full of vision, full of faith, full of joy, because that is what God has for you, amen? Come on, one more time, let's thank the Lord. You guys can grab your seats. Thank you, team, you were sensational. Ziya, you are brilliant. Drew, faithful brother, you're absolutely amazing. We love you, grab your seats. Wow! Last week, this was jammed is it because Jürgen was here and this week it's me? Yeah. I was like, Jürgen, you know, we've got to go down a little. I, you know what? I'm going to preach myself happy this morning. I'm going to preach because I literally feel like we're, on a, we're in a series talking about alignment. Yeah. And I want to encourage us this morning to align our lives, to align our mindsets, to align a, our will and our emotion with God. Because I find that so many people align themselves with the lies of the devil rather than agreeing with God about their life. And, and the devil is a liar and a thief. The Bible says the only thing he can do. He, it says that he speaks his native tongue when he lies. There is no truth that comes from the devil. There is no life. There is no encouragement. There is no invigoration towards you. But the Bible says that the only reason Jesus came was that you may have life And life more abundantly. And life more abundantly encompasses every area of your life. It encompasses your relationships. It encompasses your finances. It encompasses your health, your mental state, your physical. God wants you abounding. God wants you full of joy, full of peace, full of life. He wants you to experience all that He created you for. Let's align ourselves with, let's agree with God. And I don't know about you, I mentioned this before, it's quite easy to agree with negativity. You'll never amount to anything. Because it gives me an excuse. When I don't succeed or when I don't... But can I I tell you, if you're not uh, living in victory right now, get ready for victory. Because it's hardwired into your DNA. Success and victory and breakthrough and peace and joy and life have been hardwired into you. Before you were ever born, before you were thought, a thought in the mind of God, it was already predestined and written into who you are as a man or woman of God. And, and I love what it says in Corinthians, is the same spirit has been given to us. We all have been given an element, a, a measure of faith, and God has, has placed it on the inside. It's there. You may not know it's there. You may not exercise it. You may not function out of it, but the spirit of God is on the inside of you. And it is a spirit of life, and it is a spirit of success and joy, and we can live in that place. So, so I want to encourage you today. We're going to shift some things. Yeah. We're going we're to do some big, because Pastor Juergen last week was talking about convergence. That out of Genesis, where he says that Jacob came to a place and said, how awesome is this place? This is none other than the house of God. This is a, ha- a place where angels ascend and descend. This is a place where prayers go up and answers come down. This is a place where miracles enter into, and we can take a hold of that, but I have to take a hold of that. And to take a hold of all that God has for me, I have to agree with and align myself with what God says about my life. Because a lot of things have happened to a lot of people. You've been wronged. You've done wrong. You've, you've made mistakes and people have hurt you and you've felt broken at times, but, but your past experience doesn't have to determine your future. It doesn't have to limit you in what you can do and achieve in life. Today's a brand new day. And the Bible says that the mercies of God are new every single morning. That regardless of my yesterday, regardless of my 2015, regardless of what, I, what happened to me when I was a baby, I got dropped on my head as a baby. And some of you might be going, well, that makes sense. But it doesn't have to determine, no seriously, Wayne's laughing, it's true, we had a really nice dinner with Wayne and Michelle last night, you guys are sensational, such a beautiful family, mate, amazing cook, if Jane can't make it, Michelle's on, maybe you could be her assistant on the day, you could help on the day, anyway, and Wayne and I will do the jokes in the background, we'll be like those two little guys in the Muppets sitting up in the cheap seats, making stupid comments, we're pretty good at it, so... It's a radical concept to agree with God. You know, there's a statement that repentance is agreeing with God against yourself. And sometimes we have to repent from negative thinking. It may not be sin, but the Bible says anything that's not of faith is sin. So when I just agree with circumstance, or I agree with emotion, or I agree with what other people have projected onto my life, sometimes that's a sin because God says, that's not what I said about you. That's not how I created you. That's not the purpose for which I put you on this planet. Because each and every one of us are destined for this time and have been created with purpose and intent. That, that you were not only a thought in the mind of God, but you were a passion and a desire. And He wanted you, so He created you, and then He sent you to earth in this time. But not just to live idly and not just to, to passively make your way through life, accepting what... Gets, you have been put on this planet as a creative force to bring change and to shift culture and to bring life I, I see it as my my mission in life that i i have to help somebody every day i have to make somebody feel better about themselves every day i have to reflect uh, the life that i've been created created in the image of every single day <laughs> i see nick putting his head i work with nick most days so you might be my mission no, i'm just kidding i'm just kidding anyway so here's the thing what we listen to dwell on and consider we conform to So I want to ask you here this morning, what are you listening to, dwelling on, and therefore becoming like? Because Romans 12 says, do not be conformed, but rather be transformed by the renewing of your mind. But to be transformed, I have to change my way of thinking. I want to help you shift your way of thinking today. Uh, You are are bigger than you think you are. You are better than you think you are. You are more victorious than you think you are, because you are made in the image of God and you're filled with the Spirit of God. Amen, come on, help me preach this morning. says this in Isaiah 61, it says, The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is upon me. That is awesome. This is a statement that each and every one of us can make. This isn't just for the prophet Isaiah, this is for us today. You can take a hold of the Word of God and you can apply it to your life. This changes everything. This statement, if you make it about your life in faith, changes everything. The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord. The king of kings the lord of lords the alpha and omega the beginning in the one who is and never wasn't the one that spoke and created the heavens and the Earth, the one that has all authority that spirit is upon me you know it says greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world if we catch a hold of the fact that the spirit of the lord is upon us it changes everything it changes my defeated mentality it, it changes my depression It changes my circumstance because I don't live according to what I currently experience. I live according to what I'm creating because I prophesy towards my future. I prophesy and speak about what will be. I don't just accept what is. The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is upon me. For the Lord has anointed me to bring the good news to the poor. It's on me for a reason. The Spirit of God is on me and there's purpose attached to why it's on me. Because the Spirit of God is for me, but not just for me. The Spirit of God is on you to flow through you to somebody else. So, so what you've been called to do, which is far too big for you to do on your own, you don't have to do on your own. You just have to let God flow. You just have to acknowledge and align yourself with the truth of the word that the Spirit of God is on you. Troy and Beck, the Spirit of God is on you. And I, as I was praying this morning, I literally saw a river flowing to you and then from you. And I've never been to your property. I haven't seen your property, but it was literally like I saw this fountainhead of a river flowing from your lives. You've made certain decisions that have you found yourself here, but God, man, I said, dream big, and 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 dream bigger than you've currently been dreaming. God is going to expand and enlarge. He's going to blow you out, and and it, which which is, can be a freaky concept, but that's faith. That that's Proverbs three, where it says, "Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding." in all your ways acknowledge him and he'll direct your paths it's not going to be in your doing it's going to be in his doing and he's going to do it faithfully according to your faithfulness and, and i felt like as i was praying this morning that you've had your kids have dreams and sometimes you want to temper those because they are big and they are and i felt like guys don't don't ever minimize anything that they say encourage it and, and, and give life to that fertilize the dreams that they're going to come to pass it's a, I feel like you're going to enter into a new day, a bigger day, a blessed day, and you're going to be blown away because of it. Amen? Come on, let's thank God. Do you know uh, the gospel is the good news? That sometimes we read the Bible and go, oh, what is it? it it's good news for your soul. It's good news for your future. It's good news for your... For, you need, if you don't read the Bible, read the Bible. If you don't pray every day, pray every day. Get the mind of Christ upon you. Let the the Spirit of God talk to you. Let God speak into your world, speak into your future. I was with Grant this week having a coffee, and and just as we were speaking, I felt like God was getting in the middle of our conversation, and and, and it just had a flow to it. He was saying things that were helping me, and and encouraging me, and and crystallizing thoughts that I have, and he wasn't even doing it intentionally, but, but God, when you allow him to, God will get in the middle of what you're talking about, what you're focusing on, what you're... And then he will do what only he can do, and, and it's good news. Release the good news to somebody this week. Release the good news about your future over yourself. Prophesy to your future. You've been anointed. To be anointed means to be smeared as with oil, to be covered. That, that God has covered your life with with His life and His Spirit and His anointing. You've been smeared. You know, I guess the picture I get like that is is I go out and yesterday Melissa said, "Where's your hat?" And I said, "Where's your hat?" But that was a bit rude. And, uh, but she said, I have sunscreen on. I said, okay, fair enough, you win. And, and I've got a big strip up here. I look like a little raccoon this morning because I sat in the sun coming this way and it, the sunglasses aligned on the thing. Just like sun, uh, sunscreen protects you from the effects of the sun, the anointing of God upon your life affects, uh, 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 covers you and, and, and your, it protects you from the effects of life. From the lies of the enemy from the effects of the past and and what's happened to you it it, it covers you so it's important that we walk with the spirit of the lord upon us it says he sent me to comfort the brokenhearted to proclaim that captives will be released and prisoners will be freed he sent me to tell those who mourn that the time of the lord's favor has come who, who wants to enter into a day of the lord's favor you know, i i, I want to be favored i want to be blessed because here's the thing if i'm favored and i'm blessed regardless of my circumstance And where I find myself today, I know that tomorrow will be a better day. I know that I'm one step closer to that breakthrough, to that victory, to that promise that God, because I'm favored and blessed. And it says in Corinthians that this is the day of favor. This is the day of salvation. That that it's a promise from God for our lives that we just have to, again, align with and take a hold of. Uh, To proclaim that, that captives will be released and prisoners will be free. He sent me to tell those who mourn that the time of the Lord's favor has come. And with it, the day of God's vengeance against their enemies. To all who mourn in Israel, he'll give a crown of beauty for ashes, a joyous blessing instead of the mourning, festive praise instead of despair. In their righteousness, they'll be like great oaks that the Lord has planted for his glory. Amen. I love this. Phenomenal. Everybody say the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Come on, let, let, let's say it and believe it. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. It will, do so, it will be like a shot, an injection in your arm, an inoculation against the lies, against the untruths, against the injustice, against the past. It will, it will help you get beyond what you've been. See, God wants you free. God wants you unstuck. The devil wants to take a hold. He wants to minimize your world where God wants to enlarge your world. But when I take a hold of this and go, you know, God is on me. Because you can, you can walk through life and go, you know what, I'm not going to fight back. I'm not going to press back against the enemy. I'm just going to lay low, hopefully keep my, my head down. He won't even know. The devil hates you because you're made in the image of God. You're filled with his spirit, with purpose. The devil hates you regardless. He only comes to steal, kill, and destroy so that you've got to fight. My encouragement to you today, stand up under the anointing that you have on your life in the strength of the Holy Spirit and fight back press back and declare what you'll walk through. Come on, let's thank God. Uh, you know, uh, sorry, have you ever felt like stuff was trying to get on you? You've walked through a dark time, a heavy time, an unpleasant time, and, and stuff was trying to get on you. I remember as a kid sensing things in my room, like presences in my room, and, and, or walking home from a the pub at night before I was I was in the Lord and just sensing like there was stuff around me, and whether it was guilt or it was fear or it was shame or rejection, stuff was trying to get on me. But as I said before, anything could get on you. God had already filled you, and, and if we don't make space for other things to get on us, God will continue to fill. It says, "Those that hunger and thirst for righteousness will be filled," you, and not only will you be filled, you'll be filled to overflowing and when I'm overflowing these other things can't get upon me and they can't therefore grab a hold of my mind so I can form to the lies that are being presented you know um, I want to remind us here today Melissa mentioned it before that every single one of us have been fearfully and wonderfully made you're not an accident you you may have been told you you are not an accident you existed in the mind of God before your parents ever got together. You you were a thought in the mind of God, and He wanted you. And so you were created, again, with purpose, intent, intelligence, and design. It says in Psalm 139, it says, O Lord, you've searched me and you've known me. You know my sitting down and my rising up. You understand me from afar off. You comprehend my path and my lying down. You're acquainted with all of my ways. God knows you. God knows you better than you know you. You know, it said that integrity is, is who you are when nobody's watching. Well, God's always watching. He knows who we are. He knows the intent of our heart. He knows the thoughts of our mind. He knows, you know, because we all, we've all put on our Sunday vest and we all turn up and smiling. And God knows your heart. He knows where you're at and he wants to meet you where you're at. He's acquainted well. He, he you know, I, I can't emphasize this enough that God is so awesome and his love's so all-encompassing. It never runs out. It never runs dry. He's seeking you out. He's seeking you down so that he can anoint, cover, smear your life with the protection of heaven, with his his love, with his hand. Psalm 91, those that dwell in the secret place of the Most High shall abide in the shadow of the Almighty. We we can abide touched of God. And and I don't know if you've had those moments, whether it's through worship or just just an, an encounter where you sense God so real. And you sense God, so, and it changes everything. It's literally every other thought and every other thing just dissipates. I want to live there every day, where, where God is just so real to me that my decisions come out of my encounter, that, that my actions follow and reflect His direction for my life. That, you, you know, we can have that, but it's, we have to be intentional in that and going after that, um, There is not a word on my tongue, but behold, O Lord, you know it altogether. You've hedged me in behind and before. You've laid your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is so high I cannot attain it. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you're there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me and your right hand hand shall hold me. How amazing is that in your deepest, darkest moment? In the, in the greatest trial that you will ever walk through, when you're feeling as those heaviest weights, you're not walking alone. And, and that moment is actually created for you to get stronger and bigger and to enter into... I tell you, the, the, the victory is always sweeter when you've walked through a battle and you've maintained a great attitude and you've gone, you know what, it, it is what it is, but I'm still going through anyway. And you get out to the other side, you didn't give in, you didn't falter, you didn't complain, you didn't win, you just came through in faith. And go, you know, now I'm in victory. Now I'm in a new day. Now I'm experiencing what I was created for. God is with you. His right hand will hold you. I don't know what you're facing. I don't know what you're... I know you're smiling at me, but I know behind the smile there's still pain. Everybody's got a point of pain. Everybody's got something in their world that's a point of agitation or a point of concern and and worry. That's just natural. That's just life. But you're not doing it alone. And, And the Word says He'll never leave you nor forsake you. His righteous right hand will take a hold of you and he'll carry you through. Amen? Uh, if I say the darkness shall fall on me, even the night shall be light about me, indeed the darkness shall not hide from you, but as the night shines as day. The darkness and the light are both alike to you. You formed my inward parts. You covered me in my mother's womb, and I will praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works, and that my soul knows very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret. Uh, and skillfully wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed, and in your book they are all written, the day's fashioned for me. You know, sometimes you go, why am I I experiencing this? Why am I going through this? God knows what you've walked through will make you. God, if you don't give in, he knows what's ahead. And the Bible says all things work together for our good. To those who love the Lord, who are called according to all things work together for good. The good, the bad, the ugly, the, the unexplainable, the un, those things we don't understand, they are working together for our good. Uh, when as yet There was none of it. How precious are your thoughts to me, O God. How great is the sum of them. If I should count them, they would be more in the number than the sand. When I awake, I am still with you. As I said before, what you've experienced in your past doesn't determine your future or your worth. And the devil wants you to think that it does. You're broken, you're scarred, you're marred, you're, you're, you know, you, you're holding on to grudges, you're holding on. We can let go of the things that ultimately are holding on to us. And we can say, you know, I had a failed marriage, but my next one's going to be fantastic. I did, I did go bankrupt, but now I'm going to prosper in God because that's his promise for my life. I have walked through sickness, but now I'm, I'm whole by his stripes. I am healed. I don't have to be what I was. I can be what he created me to be by the Spirit of God because the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. The Spirit of God is on my life. He's he's on my mind and and I'm consumed by His thoughts which are innumerable and and, and I can't even count them and they would be like the the sand on the seashore. That's how many thoughts God has towards me. So I'm not going to listen to the few criticisms that the devil brings and levels against me. I'm going to focus my mind. I'm going to focus my attention on all that God has for my life. Amen? Thank you, Jesus. As I said before, the victory and joy and peace has been hardwired into your DNA. It is who you are. You think through the filter of experience, but God says, "Today is a brand new day. Let's step over that line. Let's let's get over that threshold. Let me show you who you are." And I tell you in a moment, in an experience. I've I've been on altar calls all over the world. I've been in meetings and and big conference sessions and standing there and God's given me a glimpse of what he has for me and and today may not look like or reflect what God's shown me but I'm heading towards what he's shown me and 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 it's it's my my passion and it's what what he's promised so so I know that he is going to build his church and the gates of hell will not prevail God like like Matty was saying God wants to build your life build the house and he will build your life you know Proverbs 11 says one man gives freely yet gains even more Another withholds unduly but comes to poverty. He who refreshes others will himself be refreshed. And and we think of that in in monetary terms or whatever else, but it's literally like one man gives freely, yet gains even more. As we give faith, as we give friendship, as we give of our finances, as we give of who we are, we gain a life. And the life in Christ is the life that you, you can never experience apart from the Spirit of God upon your life. And I want to encourage you, be spirit-led people. Be men and women of the spirit that, that, are, that are touched and clothed with the supernatural so that you can, Pastor Juergen's talking about a place at convergence, where, where humanity meets divinity, where, where, where heaven comes down and touches earth and things happen. And Jacob could see this. That is us today. We live in a place where God is touching us, where he's pouring out his spirit, where he's saying, just offer up to me your, your cares, your concerns, your desires your prayers so that I can release to you. And my question would be, do you believe what we declare? Do you believe that God is able? Do you believe that God could shift your circumstance? Because Ephesians says, to Him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly, above all that we could ask, or to Him be the glory. That that if I believe what I'm I'm declaring, then I have to give Him the glory for it. And I've got to give Him the glory before I see it. You see, because I've got to have a thing on the inside before I see it in the natural. Uh, but that's what the Bible says, that, that faith comes by hearing, hearing by the Word of God. That, that we don't believe in what we see, but we just believe. You know, he- Hebrews 11 says that faith is the only thing that pleases God. I want to live a life that is pleasing unto God. And, and, and as I leak and as I get depleted of faith, I've got to stir myself back up. And, and Jude says that. It says, stir yourself in your most holy faith you got to do so i don't i don't want to be a weak christian i don't want to be a pa- i want to be somebody that says i'm going to do the hard yards you ever seen a bodybuilding contest they they didn't just get like that they don't just have good genes and good dna they did something they ate the right foods they did the right workouts they 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 disciplined themselves they disciplined their body to achieve what they wanted to see we have to do the same thing if you want to live in victory If you want to experience the goodness of God, if you want the touch of God, we have to discipline ourselves to to go, you know what, I'm taking that thought captive, and I'm focusing in on the Word of God, and God, you've promised this, but my circumstance says this, but I'm not going to look at at, at what I'm walking through, and I'm not going to just accept what I'm experiencing. I believe, God, that you will do it, and who knows it's a great day when God does what He promised He was going to do. And like Matt said, we've, we've experienced miracle after miracle after miracle. Last week, we prayed, and a lady was healed in service. She was leaving service to go to uh, surgery. Yeah. Cysts in a body. We prayed, Pastor Juergen and myself. She went to the hospital. She had scans. The cysts weren't there. She didn't have surgery because God did what he promised he would do. I am the Lord that heals you. I, I am the You know, come on. Like, that is who we are. As the army of God, and uh, I had this little illustration, you've seen it before, but uh, that's a $10 bill, imagine that's a $100 bill, that is worth $100, that, that it, but, but if I scrunch it up, if I get it dirty, if I rip it, it's still worth $100, I can still put it back together, that what it's been through doesn't determine its value, what, what's happened to it, it doesn't determine whether or not I can still use it. it. It is still worth what it was created for. And the devil wants you to think that what you've gone through determines your value, determines the, the heights and the levels that you'll rise to in life. But he doesn't get to make that statement. The, the one that created the product, they get to determine. I don't get to name the next iPhone. <laughs> We've had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I reckon the next one should be iPhone, glorious, it's not gonna happen. I, I drive a VW, I don't get to say that it's a Ferrari. It wasn't made as a Ferrari, it was made as a VW. And the creator of the car determines what it's called. I don't get to put unleaded fuel in my car because it's a diesel car. It was created to be fed by diesel. God created your life. There's no voice under heaven that can change your value or your worth. There, there, is, there is nothing that can shift or change who you are in God. That we have to realign our thoughts. We have to realign our heart. We have to accept what God says about our life, so we can function under the anointing. Because the hand, the, the hand of the Lord is upon us. The spirit of the Lord is on us. I am anointed. Everyone say, I am anointed. anointed. You're anointed to live in victory. You're anointed to work in operate in miracles. You are anointed to prophesy. Prophesy to your future. Uh-huh. Prophesy to your If you're not happy where you're at, start speaking to it. Uh-huh. You know, you see it all the time. It pops up on Facebook and different things. But ha- have you prayed about it as much as you've spoken about it? Are you talking about your circumstance or are you talking to it? Because Jesus, in the middle of a storm, stood up and spoke to the winds and wind and the waves and said, quiet, be still. And immediately the waves calmed down. Uh-huh. And that's the example given for us of how we can do life. Jesus said, it's better that I go that I send the helper to be with you. Don't leave Jerusalem, but wait until you receive the gift of the spirit, which is the promise of God for your life. Because what God has called us to is far bigger than us. We cannot achieve it. We cannot do it on our own. But he says, but I'm not going to leave you orphans. I'm not going to leave you on your own. I'm going to give you my spirit. And you and my spirit will be the majority. You and my spirit will, will be that unstoppable force that, that cannot be shaken, and can, it will be contended for, but it can't be stopped. Amen. Come on, God is so good. God is so good. Don't agree with the devil, and disagree with God about your life. Don't agree with the devil. Just just take an act. If all you do is say, "Devil, I rebuke you," "Devil, I disagree," and find those scriptures that you can stand on, because the devil will say, "You've been prayed for five times, and you're still sick. You're never going to be healthy." But that's not what the Word of God says. That's fact, but it's not truth. And I'm going to base my life in truth, not on fact. Because a lot of the fact of my life is, is, is the uh, occurrence of stupidity in my world. But Pastor Jürgen last week was talking about the fact that he's not smart enough to be enjoying the life that he enjoys. But it's been God's goodness in his life. It's been the wisdom of God. And, and, and that's what the Word says. If anybody lacks wisdom, they should ask God for wisdom who gives liberally and without reproach. He's no respecter of persons. If you come to God with a circumstance, if you seek God out, if you cry out to God, because it's not, it's not Matthew is anointed. The spirit of the Lord is upon Matthew McCudden and he is anointed to preach the good news. He's anointed to heal the sick. No, 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 the, the spirit of God is on all of us. The Spirit of God is for all of us, and so often we defer to, or we, we, well, they're a pastor, or they're a worshiper, or they run kids' ministry. No, no, no. You are a man or a woman of God, filled with the Spirit of God. So the hand of the Lord, the Spirit of the Lord, the anointing of God is on your life, and you don't have to just accept. Seventy years of age, and I've been walking through this forever. It doesn't matter. Every day is a new day in God. Every day is a day touched of heaven. Amen? Fantastic. And, uh, you know, I was thinking through, I remember being in the, in the States the last time, I was flying back from New York to LA, and I flew over the Grand Canyon. And it was majestic, and it was massive, and literally at a thousand miles an hour, we're flying, and we're flying, and we're flying, and I'm still over the Grand Canyon. And we're flying, and we're flying, and we're flying, and, we're flying and I'm still over the Grand Canyon. That it was, it was, it was just so massive and so expansive, it was jaw jaw dropping it was breathtaking i was like this thing is unbelievable we went to the equivalent of the grand canyon in hawaii and we drove for hours and hours and to get to the top of this to to see this canyon and it was just you get there and it's it's essentially a hole in the ground but you're breathtaking because of the, the vast expanse of it that's that's what god sees your life as but we see our life as a well i'm you know i'm the I'm the dumbest in my clan and our clan's the dumbest of all the other clans and you know what what could we ever achieve what could we ever going, God, are you kidding me that's not how i see you that's not how i see your life oh but others have said that that i'll never amount to anything that because of my dysfunction and because of what i've done in my past and i, I took those drugs and i i used to get drunk and i've been in jail and i've it, it, they, they don't be labeled align your mind align your thoughts and your heart with what God says about you the devil wants to minimize your world God wants to maximize your life amen and the cool thing is that the the spirit of God upon you wasn't a random event it's with intentionality that God has given you his spirit it's to again enhance your life it's to make you what you can't be apart from living an anointed life and the Word tells us not to grieve the Spirit. There are things we can do to grieve the Spirit and push the Holy Spirit away. I want to encourage, don't, don't be one of those people. Go to that place of faith. Go to that place, again, of the Word and prayer and let God's Spirit come upon you. You know, I, wa- I want to just talk to you really quickly about, um, you know, the fruits of the Spirit and the gifts of the Spirit. Is that all right this morning? You know, in James, this is, this is awesome. It says, James 1:7 says, whatever is good and perfect is a gift coming down from us To us from God, our Father, who created all the lights in the heaven. He never changes or casts a shifting shadow. He chose to give birth to us by giving us his true word. And we, out of all creation, became his prized possessions. Whatever anybody else has ever said about you, declared over you, spoken into your world, you are God's prized possession. God is delighted in you. He is taken by you. I see Melissa, Mel- Michelle caught me just before, she walked into the room and she's just glorious, she's beautiful, she's my wife, God gave her to me, and I'm, God is taken by you. Right. You enter a room and to God it lights up. You, 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 you do life and God is like, I'm, I'm excited for who they are, I'm excited for their future, I'm excited for what their life represents. Sometimes we have to just block out those things, I am not who I've been described as. I'm not a loser, I'm not defeated, I'm not, I am victorious, I am joy filled, speak it into yourself, look in a mirror and start declaring who you are, I, will, I, I have a successful business, I have a fantastic marriage, I'm in health, I'm, just start declaring over your world and I tell you, it may not be tomorrow, it may not be the day after, but if you stay in faith and you keep declaring these things, there will come a day where you will look in the mirror and you go, yes I am, that is me, anyway. I feel naughty, I'm not going to be naughty. Let me talk to you about the fruits of the Spirit. It says in, uh, in Galatians 5, starting in verse 22, but the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. If you allow the Holy Spirit to, to do a work in your life, you will start to experience these things. I need to allow the Holy Spirit to do a little bit more work in my life in some of these areas, uh, but we're all a work in progress. We're all on a journey. Can I, can I encourage you? There is, there is an offshoot. There is fruit that comes by doing life in the Spirit. And, and if you're lacking any of these things, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, just go to that place, whether it's five minutes a day, it's half an hour a day, whether it's you put on a worship song or you just sit in a comfy chair i know amanda Hendry loves to pray she's got her comfy chair in one room of the house and she said that's my god's own when i go there the phone's off the technology's off i sit there i got my word and i and i'm just praying i'm waiting on god and god speaks to me and he deliver. And, and i we start to understand who we are what we were created for and uh, i want to encourage you let's do that and the, the gifts of the spirit 1 corinthians 12 starting in verse 7 but the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. Like I said, it, the whole, the Spirit of God will come upon you, but it's to flow through you. Uh, to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit. To another, the word of knowledge through the same Spirit. To another, faith. To another, gifts of healings by the same Spirit. To another, the working of miracles. To another, prophecy. To another, a discerning of spirits. To another, um, different kinds of tongues. To another, the interpretation of tongues. But one and the same Spirit works all these things distributing to each one individually as he wills. Like I said, you're, there is a word sitting on the inside. You are anointed to set people free. You are anointed to bring healing in, into other people's worlds. You are anointed to declare freedom. Sometimes people walk through life bound, and they need a man or woman of God to walk into their situation and say, you know what, we're going to break this right now. We're going we're to take captive. We're going to you know, arrest. The Bible says that we fight not flesh and blood, but principalities and powers, that the weapons of our warfare aren't carnal, but they're mighty unto the pulling down of strongholds, that I want to know that as a Christian, I've got the ability to step into somebody else's circumstance, somebody else's situation, go, you know what, you're not strong enough right now to fight this battle on your own, but I'm coming alongside you, and and if you're not strong enough to start prophesying, you're not strong enough to start believing, I'm going to believe on your behalf i'm going to step in that that's where the church will start to enter into revival when we get out in the highways in the byways in our communities in our places of work in our homes and we start to go i am going to be that pillar i'm going to be that pillar of strength i'm going to be the one that takes a hold of spiritual forces and entities and breaks their power and releases the spirit of god into this circumstance amen and i don't know about you I've, i've seen many people delivered many people set free and it's literally like their countenance changes instantly from before we prayed to after we prayed they literally look like a different person because men and women in society we we all know them that are walking around oppressed and depressed and carrying these weights and you know what no more we don't have to walk we can be free in Jesus name and that's what the word says that he who the son sets free is free indeed I want to be free I want to be free to love I want to be free to enjoy life I want to be free enough to be led by God and not have to stick to my own guns and my will and my agenda and my plan. And this is what it says in Proverbs 19. There's says, many of the plans in a person's heart, but it's the Lord's purpose that prevails. Don't fight God because His purpose will prevail. All you're going to do is expel energy. All you're going to do is waste time. Don't fight what God has for your life because what God has for your life is phenomenal. What God has for your life is, is blessed. What God has for you is, is your dreams and desires being exceeded abundantly. Amen? Come on. I want to pray for people today. If you want to go, devil, I want your voice silenced in my life. I'm not even going to open the altar. I might get Zyra if you might jump up on key, sweetheart. I just want us to stand for a minute here. And if you want the, the enemy's voice silenced in your life, and you go, you know what, God, I want to align myself with your will, your plan and your purposes for my life. I just want to stand, and we're going to pray together here this morning. God is so good. It says in 2 Timothy 1, it says, I remind you to stir up the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of hands, for God has not given you a spirit of fear or timidity, but of love, power, and a sound mind. God has not given you a spirit of fear or timidity, but of love, power, and a sound mind. Come on, let's walk in freedom this week. Let's enjoy all that God has for us. I don't care if the last 50 years have been terrible. Let this be a sensational week. And I just, I, most weeks, most days, I'm just sending people messages. Have a sensational day. Today is going to be awesome. Be blessed. Just God is for you. I love you. Life is amazing. I just start sending messages to people because I go, you know what? I, I want to reflect the truth of the Word of God. I want to be an agent of change. I want somebody's life to be better today because I'm in it and God touched my world. Let's be used this week. Let's be used this month. Michelle's preaching next week. Bring somebody to church to hear the word of God, to be encouraged and uplifted and filled with life and energy. Amen? Come on, why don't we just lift our hands? God, we love you. We love you. We love your presence. We love your house. And God, I just thank you that you love us more than we even love you. Father, for every person standing before me today, those that couldn't be here today, God, speak to them clearly. Release your spirit in unlimited measure. Wayne and Michelle, you're entering into a brand new day. And I'm telling you, your faithfulness is going to produce for you such a crop and an outpouring of God's goodness. that, And I, I, I say this seriously, get ready. You're going to have to shift your mindset. To be able to contain what God does in your world, you are actually going to have to think bigger. You're going to have to think outside of the past and you're going to have to look towards God for wisdom for the future. But it's a blessed day and it's a good day and it's going to be a God day in your lives. Father, I pray today that in every single person's life here that you would silence the voice of the enemy. That God, you would erase thoughts and memories of the past, things that haven't come from you but have tried to come upon your saints, your sons and your daughters. And God, I pray that this week we would experience in unlimited measure your presence in our lives. We would hear your voice clearly, that, Lord God, that you would would speak to us, you would lead us, you would guide us, and that your plans would prevail in our lives. Father, we thank you. You're mighty and true. Lord God. I might get the team up. I want to sing one more song. Thanks for listening to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. For more life-changing messages, visit us online at c3noosa.org. If you've been blessed by this message, please consider partnering with us financially to see the work of God continue flourishing in and through C3 Church Noosa. God bless.